Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss on another Bible Talk program. And uh, welcome. You're welcome to this program. You're welcome to listen. And also, you're welcome to call. Once again, just call that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss, and if you call, I'll do my level best to give a, Bible, a biblical or theological answer to whatever question it is that you have. Okay, this is your program, the Bible Talk program. All right, uh, and I remember yesterday asking some questions that you know nobody called in with an answer for. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I was doing that though. Uh, just to uh, impress upon you uh, how great it would be if you attended our uh, Apologetic Boot Camp Conference, the Apologetic Boot Camp Conference, which is going to be August 28th, uh, starting at uh, 10.30. I'm looking at my wife to make sure I get it right. 10 o'clock, she says. I'm off 30 minutes. It starts at 10. We uh, look for you to be there. Uh, uh, And uh, definitely, we encourage you to come. Uh, 10709 Grand River is where we're located, uh, off-street parking, and uh, we have a whole uh, uh, small army of security guards that will uh, be uh, on the lookout to make sure that your vehicles uh, are safe. Okay, So we just encourage you to come, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River, uh, uh, near Oakland. And uh, also, just to let you know, the, um, uh, the, the cost is just $20 per person, and that's for adults. Children can come in free. Okay, If you want to give something for them, you can, but definitely our focus is on um, uh, the adults that will be in the audience. So we just look forward to having you there at our Apologetics Conference on August the 28th. That's August the 28th, uh, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Uh, we encourage you to come. 10.30 is the time, and we're going to have a very interesting and exciting time as we start out the series of um, apologetic conferences that we will be having. Now, yesterday, 
what I put on the table was a question. These are the kind of questions, my friends, that you will be able to answer real easily, very easily, okay, once you've gotten into apologetics, all right, and especially when we're dealing with cult apologetics. Now, there's different types of apologetics that we'll talk about and make you familiar with, but one of them, uh, of course, is to deal with the kingdom of the cults. Um, I asked a question uh, the other day, which was this. What group believes that Jesus is the spirit brother of Lucifer? What group believes that Jesus is the spirit brother of Lucifer? Well, the answer to that question is the Mormons. That is what the Mormons believe, okay? That uh, Jesus and Lucifer are both brothers. Wow, okay? Now, I'll go into why that is, but that's later, okay? But uh, understand that uh, particular teaching of the Mormons. Uh, now, that shows you how wild uh, that when you deal with the kingdom of the cults, they can get, all right? Uh, number two, I ask this question. What group believes that it's okay for a man to beat his wife? What group believes that it's okay for a man to beat his wife? Well, the group that believes that is Islam. That is something that's taught in the Quran, right? Um, uh, no way about it. That's pretty rough. Uh, nothing in the Bible tells the husband to uh, beat his wife. In fact, if he does, he better start running because the wife may be back, okay? But uh, that is what is uh, taught. And it's something that's somewhat of an embarrassment uh, to Muslims, okay, when it's brought up. But, of course, they won't bring it up in a conversation unless you do. Okay? Uh, number three, what group believes that Jesus is a dead prophet who did not rise from the dead? What group believes that Jesus is a dead prophet who did not rise from the dead? Um, well, uh, that is believed by uh, Islam as well. They don't believe that Jesus rose from the dead. In fact, what is taught in the Quran is that Jesus ascended up into heaven in his normal body. He did not die, okay? But he just ascended up into heaven, okay? Uh, which violates uh, the fact that flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have to have a, a, a resurrected or glorified body in order to be able to do that. But that is what they teach. And then uh, I asked another question. Number four, what group believes that Satan is a lie rather than a liar? What groups believe that Satan is a lie rather than a liar? Well, that's pretty much a New Age teaching, something that is taught by Christian science. Okay? They don't believe that, they, uh, that Satan is real. They say it's, it's a lie. Okay? He doesn't exist. And uh, the Unity School of Christianity, uh, a close cousin to Christian science, teaches the same kind of thing. All right. So I gave you four of them today. These are the answers to the questions, which we will go into in a lot more depth on August 28th at the uh, Apologetic Boot Camp. Uh, that particular seminar, you don't want to miss it. You can call two numbers. One is area code 586-260-0625. That's area code 586-260-0625. Uh, to uh, find out more about it, you just can leave your phone number and you'll receive a call back. The other number is area code 313-933-9270. Uh, That's 313-933-9270. Now, you don't have to register when you call. We want you to actually come and register in person. All right? But we're looking forward to this, and I'm looking forward to seeing you. All right. 
Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, going to be uh, dealing with you from our hard sayings in the Bible. What do I mean by this? Well, uh, there are things in the Bible that uh, sometimes uh, present us with an opportunity to interpret them, uh, and there's some hard sayings in the Bible. In other words, unless we are careful with our hermeneutics and exegesis, we could get things wrong. And so these are the kinds of things that i like to bring to your attention. Uh, uh, definitely in Sunday school, you Sunday, you Sunday school teachers know what I'm talking about. Those teenagers can ask some questions that can curl your hair, right? So uh, now what we normally do in Sunday school, what I did whenever I taught Sunday school, was um, always I just teach my lesson. But I learned that I had to do more than just teach my lesson. See, because when you're standing in front of people and you're standing in front of uh, kids, especially these teenagers, they expect you to know not just what the Sunday school lesson is, but everything about the Bible. <laughs> of course, that's a, uh, that's a, a rough order, but we need to do whatever we can uh, to uh, get as much knowledge as we can because people do expect their teachers to be able to give them their biblical teachers to give them biblical answers. So we're going to throw some of these um, uh, difficult questions at you, and we'll, of, of course, we'll give the answer. Uh, but at the same time, if you have anything that is on your mind concerning the Word of God, the number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866 866- Four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I am waiting for you. All right. Here's a question uh, that uh, that we come across all the time. Yeah, people are interested in this, where it says, "Will everyone be punished the same in hell? Will everyone be punished the same in hell?" Okay. So in other words, we know that it's uh, sinners who rejected Jesus Christ that wind up in hell. But will all of them be punished the same? Well, I would say, I would contend that the answer to that question would have to be no. I don't think that the Bible teaches that all of them will be punished the same. However, uh, still, everybody's going to receive uh, what they were to receive because they rejected Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and reject the sacrifice that he gave for them on the cross. That's for sure. But will all of the punishment be exactly the same? Uh, Let's look at the Bible and see what it has to say. I think one instructive uh, passage is over in Luke chapter 12. And in Luke chapter 12, verse 40, it says this, okay, where Jesus is talking, all right? Uh, And it's very interesting what he says, all right? This is Luke Chapter 12, verse 40. He says, Be you therefore ready also, for the Son of Man comes at an hour when you think not. Now that's interesting. Now we're going to talk about that more a little bit later. But notice what he says. Be you therefore ready also, for the Son of Man comes at a time when you think not. Then, verse 41, Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us? Uh, or even to all. Okay? Then Jesus goes into an explanation. It says in verse 42, here, in, um, in our 
a passage here in Luke chapter 12 and verse 42. The Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his house, whole, to give them their portion of meat in due season? Then verse 43, Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he comes, shall find him so doing. Okay? In other words, if you're a servant of the Lord, you should be serving the Lord until he comes. It says verse 44, Of a truth I say unto you, that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. Okay? But, verse 45, but, but and if that servant say in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens, and to eat, and to drink, and to be drunken. Now, this is, you, you should realize now that this particular parable is talking about saints, all right? He's comparing them to servants and things of that nature, but he's talking about what we should be doing and what we should not be doing. Verse 46, the Lord of that servant. Okay, in other words, if you don't keep your eye on the ball, and that means keep your eye on righteousness, and what the Bible says about Christian living and, and spreading the gospel, he says, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him. That's right. If you get trapped in the world and you wander off into worldliness, okay, uh, Jesus Christ may catch you by surprise, right? It says that, that the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him and at an hour when he's not aware and will cut him in sunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers, okay? So it tells us something about these servants. Okay? They're called servants, but we find out that they're false servants. Don't think that just because people are in the church, it means they're saved. There are reprobates in the church. That means counterfeits, okay, who say they're Christian and really not. And what happens is, he says, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him, and in an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him asunder, and will appoint him his portion with with the unbelievers, okay? So there's some unbelievers in the, in the church who are going to wind up in hell, where all of the unbelievers go. Don't think for a minute that everybody in churches are necessarily born again. It says verse 47, And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Okay? Look at it again. Verse 47, this is Luke 12 and 47. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. Verse 48. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. Wow. Okay. So definitely... Um, all of those who uh, are punished by God, everybody is punished based upon what they did. Okay? So definitely there will be degrees of punishment in hell. But um, still, you're in hell if you reject Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied 
after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need, 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. We all want a solid Christian education for our kids and grandchildren, but sometimes it's just too expensive, right? Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy in Detroit to offer middle school students 50% off tuition at tuitionvouchers.com. Combining Christian teaching and academic excellence, Westside Christian Academy prepares students to be productive citizens and future leaders with a Christ-centered worldview. Set your child up for success by enrolling them for the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy at half off. They provide a family-friendly environment, small class sizes, perfect for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students. Restrictions do apply, so read those carefully. Only a few tuition vouchers remain, so go to tuitionvouchers.com now or click on the tuition vouchers tab at faithtalkdetroit.com. It's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy only at tuitionvouchers.com. The United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then just three months later, a U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others. Anybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Fallen angel. Extortion 1-7. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. Download the free Radio.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Anytime, anywhere, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Radio.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Moss, here with you on this radio program. I appreciate your listenership very much, and for those of you who give uh, to support this radio outreach, God bless you. We need to hear from you, and you can send donations to P.O. Box 05877, that's P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, we appreciate everything that you give. That's what keeps this program going. Uh, and it does come with a price tag. We uh, pay about uh, $2,000 a month 
but it is worth it, we believe, for being able to share the Word of God with you here on this wonderful radio station. All right, so send those donations to P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, that address, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205, and make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very, very much. All right, the number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, now, one thing we want to make clear, when we talk about biblical prophecy, okay, that we make sure we don't get hoodwinked, okay, that's one thing. The other thing, to make sure that we don't get drawn uh, into arguments with people that are absolutely futile. There are some discussions about the Bible that you and I should not get into, especially if we are debating something, for instance, that is not essential. Okay? There's certain things that are not essential. You might dis- disagree with someone about it, but you know it has nothing to do with sending you to uh, hell or something if you disagree. In other words, we in the body of Christ don't have to believe in everything the same in order to be saved. However... Make no doubt about it. There are certain things that we must believe in order to be saved, Uh, because there are things that are heretical. For instance, if you don't believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead in a resurrected body, you're a heretic. If you don't believe that Jesus Christ is the Word made flesh, then that's heretical. If you do not believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, that's heretical. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. But there are things that you don't have to argue, argue about at all, all right? And that is um, uh, trying to come up with what date, for instance, the rapture is going to take place, okay? <laughs> In other words, is it right to set a date for the rapture? The answer to that question is no, okay? There's certain things that God hasn't told us. And I'm here to tell you something. If God has not told you, you're not going to know. You can speculate But I want to tell you, I have read some writers that don't speculate. Oh, man, they've given the month, the date, everything. And then when it didn't happen, they just hid themselves so nobody could find them, okay? But the one thing to never never argue about, what time will Jesus Christ come back? You don't know. You simply do not know, all right? Okay? Uh, And if Jesus wanted you to know that, then that's something that he would have told you, okay? So the Bible tells us that it's not right for us to set a date for the rapture, okay? Or for the second coming. It's just not proper to do so. You say, where? Well, a number of places. Uh, Let's go uh, at them. And remember these. These will help you with people who just want to argue everything. There's certain things that we don't have to debate about. We can discuss them in a friendly manner, but your salvation is not based on it. Why? Look at this. Mark chapter 13, verse 32, right? Uh, Where it says, in fact, we should read into it, I think, in verse 31. Mark chapter 13, verse 31, where Jesus says, out of his own mouth, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But he says this, but of that day and that hour, now, now listen, this is Jesus laying it down, but of that day and that hour knows no man. 
not know, not the angels which are in heaven. Did you hear that? This is Jesus speaking. He says, but of the day, of that day and that hour, knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven. Then he says this, neither the Son, but the Father. So when Jesus was on the earth, okay, he said that he didn't even know. Only the Father knew. Well, you, some of you are saying after that, well, if Jesus was God, how didn't he know? Well, remember, there's certain things that even though he was God in human form, that he obeyed exactly what the Father wanted him to do and what the Father wanted him to know. All right? He was 100% God and 100% man. Okay? Now, we need to recognize that uh, after the resurrection, uh, all that changed. It, it changed. Jesus did know. Okay? It's kind of evidence in the way he answered the question because this was something that the apostles and disciples just wanted to know. They wanted to know. So they thought after he rose from the dead, remember Jesus said when he rose from the dead, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. At that point, he knew it all. He knew it all. Okay. Then, so because of that, I guess the disciples said, well, now is the time to ask Jesus. Maybe he will give us some insight into all this. Okay. Uh, they thought they were going to get the answer from him. So in Acts chapter 1, very interesting. This is before Jesus went to heaven. Okay. And uh, he's uh, 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 talking to them. Okay. And he tells them here in verse, uh, let's start at verse 4. And being assembled together. When they, uh, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. This is in Acts 1 and 4. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When therefore, when they therefore will come together, okay, here it comes, here comes the question. When they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, would thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? Okay. In other words, they knew. They knew, based upon the Old Testament, what the Messiah was supposed to do. That is, to establish the kingdom. Okay. So they're asking him, is it, it's an, when are you going to do it? Okay. Okay. He says, and notice how they ask this, Lord, would thou at this time, Restore again the kingdom of Israel. It seemed as if they were tired of waiting. Here's Jesus, right? Resurrected Christ. Set up your kingdom. Okay? They ask him the question. What did Jesus say in verse 7? And he said unto them. This was his answer. Okay? And this is the answer, by the way, that goes for all of those folks who think that they can uh, set a date for the rapture, set a date for when Jesus comes. You are going to knock down, drag out arguments, with someone over when Jesus Christ is going to return, when in the Bible, Jesus says, uh, that's no man's land for you. Why? Because, okay, look at how Jesus answered them. Okay, says in verse 7, And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. Now here he didn't say he didn't know it. Okay, but still... He wasn't going to give the answer to them, okay? He told them, don't you worry about that, okay? He told them, but rather, verse 8, this is Acts 1 and 8, but you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, 
and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Samaria, and under the uttermost part of the earth. Then after that, before they could ask him any more questions, in verse 9, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud, received him out of their sight. Okay? And while they looked steadfastly, they're looking at Jesus depart. What a vision that must have been. And so, but here in Acts 1 and 10, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. These were angels, no doubt. Which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Okay? So that's all he told them. Still did not tell them when he was coming. But make one thing absolutely sure. And this is what everybody needs to clearly understand. Jesus is coming back to this earth. There will be no peace. There will be no end of sickness and suffering. None of that until Jesus comes back. And he's coming back. This is something that the Bible predicts that you don't find in other religions. Jesus is coming. Okay? So that's the most important thing for us to uh, emphasize uh, in this whole study. We can talk about anything in biblical prophecy, but please, never debate someone over whether it's a mid-trib, pre-trib, or post-trib rapture. Please, don't get into that kind of debate. Uh, As long as you believe that Jesus Christ is coming back to the planet, okay, uh, visibly, then you're on the right track. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Do we have a caller? Gary, how you doing? Welcome to the program. Yeah. Yes, I hope you enjoyed the weekend. Um, number one, uh, you brought up some of the scripture, but uh, the book of Mark, Mark uh, 15, no, 16 chapter, I want you to read 15 through uh, 19, explain it. Uh, okay, so you I say, can read it. Okay, so you say Mark? Mark, Mark 16, 15 through 20 was written okay. by Mark, and Mark, Mark was not an original disciple, and his cousin was Barnabas. Did you know that part? Yes, I know about these things. But you say Mark okay, what chapter? Mark sixteen, fifteen through 19. Okay, let's read it and see what it says. Okay. And he, he said, said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He uh-huh. that believeth, okay, it doesn't just say believe, but it says believeth, and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth mm-hmm. not shall be damned. Okay, uh-huh. my first question is, for a person to believe and be baptized, they would have to already be born again, like in John, the third chapter. Is that right? Well, yes. If you believe in the... Yeah, you have to be uh, born again by having confessed uh, who Jesus is, right? Yes. So all these were 11 disciples, it said, and um, Mark was not there. Uh, verse 14 told that it was uh, unto the 11 disciples that he spoke. It said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that uh-huh. believeth not shall be damned. The first part there, not everybody has an opportunity uh, to, uh, to get baptized, because a lot of the early church were, were being killed um, before they had a chance to get baptized. So uh-huh. a person could be saved by believing in God, therefore they're born again. But if they don't get baptized, God still can save them. Is that right? Oh, absolutely, and does. But he, believe, he that believeth not shall be damned. So this is right. a commission that was given to the disciples to preach. 
And these uh-huh. things shall follow them that believe. In my name, the name of Jesus, shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up servants. If they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay uh-huh. hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Well, mm-hmm. I read in different ministries in that. They're saying that the end of this scripture in Mark is not authentic. Have you heard that? I've heard it. However, the problem they have, it is, it's quoted by Irenaeus in 180 A.D. as being authentic. Uh, in his, at his time, yeah. So if he's so quoting from it, and he, he this was something you, right? uh, we find is scriptural and biblical. Now, you're asking a lot of questions. I don't know which one is really on the table here. You're asking about people who weren't baptized. Are you, con- are you convinced that people who are believers in Jesus Christ, who happen for some reason not to get baptized, that they go to heaven? No, God could still save them, but they don't go to heaven. That they don't go to heaven? Right. Well, what is the sense of being uh, saved if you don't go to heaven, Gary? Okay. When you go, when you go to the, the scriptures in Matthew 5, it said the pure in heart will see God and the righteous go to heaven. In Matthew 5, I believe, is a, a different peoples. But, tell me Lord this. About. No, question I'd like for you to ask, for, answer for me. What good does it do you to be forgiven for your sins and not go to heaven? Well, not it, when John goes to heaven, not everybody goes to heaven. Uh, no, every believer in Jesus Christ will go to heaven. Okay, and what I'm saying in, in Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, first Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, said the dead in Christ will rise first. We which are lying remain should be caught up to meet the Lord uh-huh. in the air. So those right. are people that were in the church, right? Yeah, but anybody who confesses Jesus Christ and is born again will go to heaven, even if they don't make it to the church. If they accept well, Jesus when, Christ... when you read Revelation, Apostle John sees six different groups go to heaven. A big pardon? I'll call you back next about that. But the main thing I want you to at this... So he would have had to get his information from the other disciples, right? He, when do you think Mark came along? That we understand, that Mark was... Uh, he worked with Peter, okay? And so he's the one, he's the, uh, the amunensis, or what they call the secretary for Peter's writing. That's well known in church history. What I'm dealing with oh, is okay, this. So Over in yeah, Luke, he was yeah. a companion of Peter. Right, so exactly. everything that uh, Peter knew, he, he re- revealed to Mark, right? No, well, what happens is he's, he's getting right from the apostle himself. He's with Peter, okay? He's with him, just as yep. uh, Luke also was with Paul. But notice here, yeah, this is what I showed you before, and you've got to understand okay. the power of the scripture. Where over in Luke chapter uh, uh, 23, it's very clear, right? Jesus is hanging on the cross, Gary, with a yeah. thief who repented, right? And then it says I at verse 33, and Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, this is what he says to the thief, Today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Now, okay, who, believe who gave him the information Gary, to write? Gary, let me say this. You can believe okay. what you like. But I'm convinced that oh, yeah. this man went to heaven the same time as Jesus did, in the Spirit. Oh, you believe, you believe paradise and heaven are in the same place? Absolutely. I don't. I do. I believe they're the same place. You know why I believe oh, it? You remember you remember Ma- okay. You want me to tell you why? You remember Matthew 27, went, uh, 50 through 51, the ones in paradise came out of paradise and, and walked into Jerusalem? You remember that? I believe that paradise, no, you asked me a question, do I believe that it's the same? And I said, yes, I do. Uh, did you ask me, but oh, you didn't okay. ask me why. Because over in Revelation, 
chapter 2, okay, and verse 7, it says, And he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Yeah. Him that overcomes, will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Okay? That's one passage. That's showing paradise to be heaven. But I'm not through. Yeah, that's Revelation. Oh. Also, in Luke 16, Abraham was in paradise, right? With, with, uh, paradise. Abraham, yeah. Abraham's bosom is another name for and, it. And that was not, that was also, not heaven. Yes, it's heaven. I just read you the passage where it says you, it's in heaven. No, you're reading from Revelation. Revelation, but that's still, but that's still heaven. It's talking about heaven there, and also. Oh no! But paradise is there, not heaven. Wait a minute. Let me go to another place now to show you. Okay. All right. Okay. If we look over at Second Corinthians, right? Okay. Yeah. Where in chapter twelve, Second Corinthians chapter twelve, where Paul says, uh, in verse one, it is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ about fourteen years ago. Whether in the body, I cannot tell, or whether out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth yeah, such a awesome. one, caught up to the third heaven. Calls it heaven. Right. Then he says, yeah, and I knew God, the man, God, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knows how that he was caught up into paradise. I submit theologically that the right interpretation of this, that Paul is calling, uh, he calls it the third heaven. And the third heaven is the same as paradise. Paradise and heaven are the same in Paul's usage in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse one to four. Thanks, Gary. Well, do you Thank remember? God. We gotta go. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three seven eight. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy, providing tuition at half off. Go to tuitionvouchers.com and get $2,000 off their first year at Westside Christian Academy in Detroit. That's half off tuition. Restrictions do apply, so review those carefully and get the Christian education you want for your kids or grandkids at tuitionvouchers.com. That's half off tuition for Westside Christian Academy at tuitionvouchers.com. Tuesday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg teaches us how to approach the study of God's Word. Our use of the Bible does not end with our understanding of the text. It is actually our understanding of the text which gives us the beginning point for our use of the Bible. We're learning how to interpret the Bible. Find out more Tuesday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk, Detroit. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join Mike Gallagher and me in Israel. Salem Media Group, in partnership with Inspiration Cruises and Tours, is headed back to the Holy Land this October for a 10-day trip to give you unprecedented access and views of a world you've likely only read or heard about. This is your opportunity to finally visit Israel. Register today, worry-free, until July 6th with no cancellation fee at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Heart for Lebanon is serving the hurting, displaced families in response to the crisis in Lebanon. Here's Heart for Lebanon's co-founder, Tom Adama. Thousands have been displaced. Their homes of condos, townhouses, whatever, are totally destroyed. And so we have a team of 60 downtown Beirut that are helping these families and others put their lives back together again physically. That means that we're helping to clean up apartment complexes, storefronts, churches and with one Christian college helping them make room in their dormitory for these displaced people. And so we're downtown right now on the ground helping people 
take care of their physical needs, which will lead to helping us help them with their emotional and spiritual needs. You can invest in the Ministry of Heart for Lebanon right now. $116 helps care for two families for the next 60 days. Call 888-562-4244. That's 888-562-4244. Or click the Crisis in Lebanon banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on Odyssey.com today. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. You're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Welcome to the program. There is still time for you to call if you have a question about theology, about Christian living, about prophecy. It is all welcome here on the Bible Talk program. Just uh, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Remember our 11 o'clock service at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River, uh, starts at 11 o'clock, and we have a good time looking at the Word of God. Now, don't come without bringing your Bible, because I preach with my Bible open. And and so when I open mine, I expect you to open yours to uh, check me out. In terms of uh, what I'm saying, we need to examine everything based upon God's Word. Uh, so, appreciate seeing you there, and also, uh, enjoy your listenership here. If you have a question, and uh, uh, you want to call it in, you can. Don't have much time, but uh, you can take advantage of the time that we have. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Uh, I think it's real interesting to talk about prophecy, eschatology, and sometimes when we look at this subject, it weaves its way real easily into Christian living, okay? Uh, Why? Because of the fact that even though, and thank God for this, thank God for this, if you are a born-again Christian, your name is already written in heaven. You're already saved. That's right. What you are looking for... uh, is uh, to be with Christ, to be with him, all right? Thank God, okay? Uh, I believe we're sealed. I believe, uh, just as it says, you know, our names are already written in heaven. However, uh, there's one judgment we do not have to worry about at all, not at all, and that would be judgment concerning hell. That's done. No born-again believer is going to hell, okay? But will you be judged? Yeah, there's something called the Bema Seat Judgment, where Christians will be judged based upon their works. That's what we need to focus on, is that, all right? Uh, and, uh, in fact, uh, not only that, but there will be a judgment not only when we uh, go before the Lord, but seemingly the Bible points at another judgment as well for the church over in First Peter chapter 4, all right, where... 
at verse 13, this is what it says. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. In other words, Christians do not be shocked when you suffer. Suffering is a part of the territory for us. So do not let people move you. Do not let circumstances move you. Just brush it off. Keep calling on the name of Jesus. Jesus will take care of us. Don't worry about suffering. Okay? Don't worry about suffering. Okay? Just make sure that you focus on the Lord. Okay? It says here, uh, here from in, in, uh, you know, 1 Peter 4 okay, and verse uh, 13, But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Okay? Then verse 14, If you be re- reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. That's right. If, you're pers- if persecution is coming on you because you are a Christian, and that is why you're being attacked, okay, then be happy. Be happy, okay? Because that, is, that means that's what happens to soldiers. We can't expect uh, to be attacked by the enemy because we serve Jesus Christ. And sometimes the enemy works through people. So don't let anybody ruffle your feathers, let us say. It says here in 1 Peter 4 and uh, 14, let's look at it again. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. Then, verse 15, but let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as a evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's business. Okay? So, busybodiness must really be not pleasing to God, because he mentions it here next to murder and uh, being a thief. Wow. All right? It says, don't be involved in all that thing, all those things. But in First Peter chapter four and verse sixteen it says, Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. This is a verse that can help so many of you. If you are suffering just because of the fact if you are attacked just because of the fact that you are serving God, then you are a blessed person. Because God is going to reward you, and God will come against your enemies. Do not let it bother you. Do not let it frustrate you. Just keep your focus on God and his work. God will take care of your problems. Okay? Do not let people <laughs> drive you crazy. Keep your trust in God. He tells us, yet if any man suffer, and this is verse 16, 1 Peter four sixteen. yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed. But let him glorify God on this behalf. Then verse 17, this is what to look out for, right? Okay. You and I, as Christians, don't have to worry about the white throne judgment. Thank God. Okay? Thank God. Okay? But there are judgments we do have to face. The Bema Seat judgment. And in First Peter 4, in verse 17, it says this. For the time has come okay, that judgment must begin at the house of God. Okay? Goodness, what's this talking about? It says, it tells you, must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, okay? In other words, we are going to be judged as a church. The church will be judged. The judgment begins at us. Oh, that's right. You're going to heaven, 
but you're going to be judged based upon your works. As a Christian, what kind of service did you render to the Lord? Wow, that's going to come under examination. For the time has come, and this is quite a frightening verse, 1 Peter 4 and 17, For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall be the end of them that obey not the gospel of God? In other words, what Peter seems to be saying, even though we're saved, the judgment that comes on the church is going to be a rough judgment. It's going to be rough. Okay? Okay? And in fact, it says in verse 18, And if the righteous, look at this verse, And if the righteous scarcely be saved. What? That means, it seems to indicate, that everybody who gets saved is not saved at the same level. Some are saved by the skin of their teeth. <laughs> wow. Look at the verse. Okay? And if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Wow. So, yes, names written in heaven. We are sealed, going to be delivered to heaven. But at the same time, we've got to watch for the fact that the church is going to be judged. Yes, we'll be judged based upon our works. Okay? What have you done for Jesus? Okay? How well did you serve him with the time that he gave you? Okay? All of these things are known to God, and we will have to be before the Lord, wanting to uh, uh, hear him say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. We all want a solid Christian education for our kids and grandchildren, but sometimes it's just too expensive, right? Faith Talk has partnered with Westside Christian Academy in Detroit to offer middle school students 50% off tuition at TuitionVouchers.com. Combining Christian teaching and academic excellence, Westside Christian Academy prepares students to be productive citizens and future leaders with a Christ-centered worldview. Set your child up for success by enrolling them for the 2021 school year at Westside Christian Academy at half off. They provide a family-friendly environment. Small class size is perfect for 6th, 7th, and 8th grade students. Restrictions do apply, so read those carefully. Only a few tuition vouchers remain, so go to tuitionvouchers.com now or click on the tuition Tuition Vouchers tab at faithtalkdetroit.com. It's half-off tuition for Westside Christian Academy only at tuitionvouchers.com.
United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion went 7, requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. I saw flash, you flash. Anybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. I've got it on good authority that we don't have much time, so if you do have a call, you need to call it in right away. Uh, just to let you know, we've been dealing a lot with eschatology. I think it's an important subject to talk about. Uh, uh, some things in it definitely easy to understand uh, based upon a right interpretation of Scripture. And we need to know, one, the good news, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And we have strong exhortation that comes from the Bible concerning how we should be spending our time. Romans chapter 13, verse 11, says this. Romans 13, 11. This is said to all Christians, written to the Christian church. And that knowing the time that now, and knowing... I'm sorry, and that knowing the time, that now it is high time, okay? That's what he says. It is high time to awake out of sleep. It's it's time to stop sleeping. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed, okay? says in verse 12, this is Paul exhorting us. The night is far spent. Now, it was far spent in his day, and he was looking for the return of Christ. What do you think we ought to be doing? He was saying this. In the first century, okay, goodness gracious, the night is far spent. The day is at hand, okay? Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness. It's time to stop playing around, okay? Soon we will be facing Jesus Christ. Do you hear me? Soon we will be facing him, okay? And let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly, as in the day. Not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put you on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. Not much time left. We need to do all we can to serve the Lord okay, and to love one another. This is Pastor Moss. Thanking all of you for spending this time with me. Okay. Uh, glad to be with you on the Bible Talk program. Remember August 28th, the Apologetic Boot Camp. This is Pastor Moss. And God bless you. See you next time.
sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. 